fear of missing out. FOMO. You know what I'm talking about. All right, so we will get to that in just a minute. Hi, it's Just Say It. I'm Brian. Great to be hanging out with you and greater because, you know what? The Cubs won the first game of the season today. Opening day is underway. Just going to put it out there. That, whew, you know, always a nice touch when your team starts off the season with a W. So fly that W flag, Cubs fans. That was exciting. And what seems to be exciting to what I mentioned a few moments ago is for everyone else that is, is spring break. Uh, You know, I think everyone on earth except me is either still on spring break or was on spring break because based on my Facebook feed and other social media areas where I go, it looks like that's kind of what the entire world is doing right now. I did not go on spring break. Everyone is on spring break except me, it seems. That is where the, yes, almighty fear of missing out, the FOMO of social media comes in. And so it just has left me wondering, maybe maybe I'm missing out. Am I missing out? I don't really think I'm missing out. I think I'm okay, but whatever. Whether it's like somebody's at the beach or somebody is out in the mountains or somebody's been hiking or wherever, lot of action on social media lately with the spring break posts. And that's fantastic, of course. Definitely happy to see people happy. Good golly, it's better than some of the other stuff that you see on social media. But it always kind of strikes me. I have gone back and forth on this, and maybe you have too, with these in-trip social media posts. I mean, it's one thing. If you get back from a trip and then it's like, oh, you're going through the photos and then here's all these great photos and I get that too. But it's another thing and I've done this. So look, I'm with you on this. This is not a critique. It's another thing to be in the middle of the trip and just posting like day by day updates of the trip on social media. I have done this many, many times. I don't know why I did this. I don't know why we do this. Why are we doing this? Like, You're on vacation. Just go on vacation. I don't know. Like, I have to challenge myself. When I go somewhere, I got to just go and just enjoy it. I've got to just go and be on the trip. So thank you, I guess, is what I'm saying to all the spring break folks because uh, that is going to hopefully spur me on to different and, I think, better practices when it comes to my travels and my social media. Now, the excitement that happened around here get ready for this, painting the office. Yeah, I know. It's not as cool as going to some tropical beach. And that's why you didn't see a lot about it on my social media, because it's just not as interesting. But isn't that true? Social media has to be interesting. Or Okay, that's a whole different show. We're not going there right about now. So the office. The office, painting is hard. I've got to give credit to all painters. You impress me. I can't paint. I don't know how to do it. Not that I can't spread the brush around. I'm not saying that. But, yo, like, getting into those tight spots and then having to do the tape job to get there. But then when you reel the tape back and you realize you didn't really tape it 100% straight, so you've got some areas where there's a big old strip that's still missing and then somewhere 
maybe the paint comes off and that's complicated. The end result when you're looking at the wall and then you realize that half of the things you did with the roller, you can still see the roller lines and I don't think that's supposed to be there. I mean, man, how do you do it? If you are an expert painter, please reach out to me. Let me know what I need to be doing to do better when it comes to painting because it's totally satisfying to get the job done and the room looks great. Like the parts that I did though, I didn't do all of it. The parts my son did, my wife, great, all that's good. My, the part that I did, I can see where my roller marks, I was the only one who had a roller in my hand, that's the part that's still showing up. And so I know it's me and that's the part that's bugging me. So I've got to figure out what to do about that because maybe you're like me, maybe this comes into that like perfectionism thing like, the wall looks great, but I see that little the, the roller shape on the wall still a little bit, and it drives me bonkers. So I'm going to have to figure out either A, how to deal with that and just let it be there, or B, figure out something else to maybe cover it up and have the other people who painted probably do that because clearly, mm, yours truly, not exactly getting the, uh, the job done there. So one thing I also discovered during the painting, when you take off the outlet covers and the light switch covers. That is something, have you noticed that the majority of these, uh, what are you doing, what are you unscrewing to, uh, to get them off? You're unscrewing a flat head screw, like just the one little, zzz, the one rivet, not the Phillips. Why, like you're taking a screwdriver or possibly a drill and right, you know the proximity of this here. We're talking like half an inch, a couple centimeters away from an active open entrance to electricity. And you're you're having us use a flathead to try to get these screws off. I mean, one wrong move there, and that's it. Like there is no paint project. There's no more you. Like it's over. You've got a screwdriver in an outlet and you're done. So I am just going to uh, humbly recommend that we perhaps go with Phillips head screws when we make and sell and distribute these switch covers, outlet covers. I'm just saying safety first, right? It just seems like that would probably be a safer thing for all of us because, yeah, that is some uh, hmm, uh, entertainment we don't need to say the least dealing with that kind of situation. But as for entertainment, entertainment lately, I think I actually am like the last remaining human being to see them. But we went and saw the Blue Man group. I'm pretty sure that 95% of the Earth's population has actually seen the Blue Man group, which is a credit to their success. You guys are talented. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. But very nice of them to allow me to uh, jump on board here a what, couple of decades late? How long has Blue Man Group been around? Pretty cool, though. The drums, the paint splashing everywhere, and the lights and all that, and a little bit of comedy in the act. Very nice. Enjoyed the show. Uh, it made me think, though, about crowd dynamics because I'm always watching people. I'm always checking out what's going on around me because I can't just sit still and be normal. So when you're sitting in the middle row of an event, we were actually on the end of the row near the aisle, but when you're sitting in the middle row of the event and maybe you get up to go to the bathroom or to go get something to eat or drink, whatever it might be. So you're getting up or perhaps you're coming back. Whatever it is, you've got to right, get past the person or people 
on that aisle. When you do that, how do you do it? Do you just kind of walk on by? Do you just go on through? Or do you look over and maybe kind of do that, oh, my bad, like, sorry about that. Yeah, excuse me, excuse me. Because option B, as the person on the aisle, is definitely the option that, that I'm looking for and that I want to strive to provide when I am the middle person. It's just kind of nice. Like the people that walk by, I looked it up and they, they just, oh, yep, sorry, my bad, my bad. I, I think that's great because I've encountered both and it's like they just sort of just plow on through and it kind of has that impersonal feeling about it. So I do enjoy when the folks kind of give that little, oh, yeah, just write life tips. That's what you get here on this podcast, let me tell you. Uh, and so speaking of life, life moving by fast because my oldest son, Carson, he just turned 19, like this week, the other day. The dude is practically out of teenage year life. He is already a a grown man. He already hit 18 and and legal adulthood, and now he's 19. I mean, that's just wild. I'm dealing with that. Had a great time, enjoyed celebrating him, and very happy for him, excited for all that he has coming up. And kid's been working really hard and just, anyway, really, really proud of him. But, But here's the thing. It's 19, and so I had to kind of reflect there a little bit and found some old videos of him and his brother when they were like eight and five when they used to play. We had a pool table, but they were too little to hold the pool stick, so we just kind of rolled the balls everywhere. And Great times, good memories, but yeah, the boy is 19. The other boy went out snowboarding with him the, uh, let's see, I don't know, a few weeks ago. So Logan and I hit the slopes. Logan is very good at snowboarding. I am not. He taught me some basics on snowboarding. I did not significantly hurt myself that I know of. I have had some lingering knee pain since then, but we're not going to worry about that. I don't think there were any major injuries, but I will say the part that stood out to me, I have skied a number of times in my life, and I feel very comfortable on skis. I'm not going to say I'm an expert or anything, but I feel good about what's going on when I'm on skis. Definitely did not feel that way on the snowboard, but kudos to Logan for giving me a shot and uh, or for giving me some tips. I gave it a shot, and that lasted about half the day, and then I switched over to skis because, like, I, this, the poor kid probably just wanted to go snowboarding, and I felt like I was really holding him back. So I get on the skis, and we go straight to the blues. Forget the greens. Just go right to the blues. No problem, except for the fact that it was fast, y'all. Like, it was fast. I have been skiing several times. I feel very comfortable with skis on my feet and poles in my hands there. But it was quick, and I don't know if it was because maybe there hadn't been a ton of snow and a lot of this was the manufactured stuff along with the cooler temps and it was kind of a little slick, or the fact that I could be getting older, like, I don't know. Maybe it was that, or it had been a couple of years. But I was going down those hills, and there were a number of times when I uh, when I pondered what level of injury I would sustain if I were to wipe out at set points along the way of the route. Like, we were booking it. Logan is very, very good at snowboarding. He flew down the hill, you know, just totally confident, like not even trying to go down there. And I'm kind of in a full crouch. I ski like in a squat. I don't even stand up straight, so I'm sure I don't look right. But here's the reason, because... I figure if I'm already kind of halfway crouched down, if I fall, if I kind of eat it there, 
I have a lower fall. I, I have less room to go down than if I'm standing up. And so I was basically half terrified the entire afternoon while having a blast, mind you. But I don't know what happened. Somewhere in those last few years, again, I don't know if this is a, an aging thing or just a not doing it for a while thing, or maybe it was particularly quick out there. I have no idea what it was. But yeah, did a lot more thinking while I was going down the hill than previous times on the uh, ski slopes there. So survived, managed. One thing we did notice was there was someone with a, a bag, like a brown bag, it looked like Olive Garden, skiing down the slope. And so immediately I figured this had to be some sort of Grubhub or DoorDash or let's see, let's get them all in, Uber Eats. Uh, yeah, one of those services going down to the people working the lift, the gondola there at the bottom, and I believe we determined that it was not. But it did make me wonder, has this ever happened? What is probably the strangest place that someone has delivered food to? I did food delivery for a few months, a couple of years ago, in between jobs. Uh, pretty fun, by the way. Actually, I enjoyed it. I don't think that I ever was anywhere near that level of wild delivery site though i mean right you got somebody down there on the slopes like yeah can i get uh some spaghetti and breadsticks and some salad you want to just ski that on down i mean that would be pretty slick i am going to choose to believe that the person going down that hill was actually delivering some sort of nice tasty italian feast to the person working the lift speaking of food have you seen the videos where the folks are just eating like wildly hot foods. I find myself watching these videos, uh, right? They have, it's like a challenge. It's on TikTok a lot, probably Instagram, I'm guessing. You just see the, the, the dude, he's there. He's like, all right, like, so I'm going to start out with these crazy uh, spicy laced pickles. And then they, they go into the jar and they've got the eight trazillion Scoville level pickles and they just eat them out and you just around of course it's like asmr and if you're familiar with asmr it's the very sound sensual thing when someone's eating like yeah so they're you know wolfing down these pickles and the mic of course is picking this all up and then he's like we're gonna go to the wasabi and they squeeze a tube of wasabi in their mouth and he's like now we're gonna try the hottest jelly beans you've ever seen with carolina reaper peppers and ghost pepper extract and they're eating a bag of these hot gummy things and then they throw down something else and there's a liquid at some point and all the time they're just rah, 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 rah. And, and it's fascinating and I can't turn away and this is where I'm starting to wonder what is like what is going on I can't stop watching these whenever they come up I will watch it in full it's wild enough that they're actually doing these things I mean I don't know how anybody's stomach handles any one of those items that they're eating, drinking, ingesting, never mind this whole arsenal of ridiculously spicy food. But what is also a little wild is the fact that people like me will sit there and watch this over and over and over. It's disgusting, but it's fascinating, and I like it. So there's my confession of the day for what I'm watching on TikTok. I gotta probably say... This is this is one of the more random batches of just say it to this point. I mean, I don't think they really ever make sense at the end of any one of these episodes, but I don't know how this all connected. But hey, you know what? That's how it works. Anyway, hooray for another podcast episode. 
do hope that uh, things on your end are, are going well. I, uh, man, just, right, the Cubs won today. It's baseball season. Maybe someday it's going to get above, like, 40 degrees where we live. Really hoping for that. Kind of would like to do some outdoor stuff. But all in all, hey, can't complain. Every day we get, pretty sure that is a good day. So go have yourself a good one. Thanks for uh, checking out the old podcast. And uh, stay away from those hot gummy bears and stuff. Man, talk to you later.